Hi everyone and welcome to this week's BitCast. We're at BitCast 53, in case you're wondering where we are. We have a bit of news for you today, not exactly a review, but we will be talking about some games that we've been playing and then our famous Name That Game. So let's kick it off with the biggest news story this week. Let's talk about the black hole image that showed up. No? Okay. So we're actually going to move on. This is actually a video game podcast. Damn it. (laughs) I had a very underrated tweet. Do you guys remember the black hole movie? Back in the day, <laughs> goddamn by Disney, Maximilian. Yeah. I had a fucking awesome fucking tweet that it was not liked by a single person. This is you know the the problem with switching accounts. God damn it, that game was that, that movie was fucking awesome. All right, anyway, yep. Are you talking about black? Did you say Black Cauldron? No, Black Hole, the Black Hole movie from Disney. Oh, the Black Hole movie, back from like '82 yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it's God, going way it back. Great. Yeah, it's yeah. going way back. Wow. Way back. Thought you were good at the old stuff from 1982, Dan. Listen, I'm talking movies. (laughs) I can't even even believe you guys never seen this shit. I just liked your tweet. If it makes you feel any better, thank you, thank you. (laughs) This one person did. All right, we're off to a good start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's kick off the news with. One of the biggest articles and one of the things that I think all three of us are super excited about, and it's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We did get news earlier in the week that with, I guess, a, a picture of, of what was the game concept art supposed to be. But as of this morning, we do have a confirmed date, and that's going to be November 15th. Some of the details that have leaked about this is that it is going to be a single-player story game with no microtransactions. So for the people that have been kind of sick and tired of that for a while, this is super good news. We are also excited that Respawn is doing this. So it hasn't been EA'd yet, which is is nice. But we haven't really heard too much more about that. Um, We're super excited. Dan, you guys want to share some thoughts here as we've got a little bit more detail from it this week? Yeah, man, I'm fucking super excited. God damn it. Let me start over. (laughs) God damn it. All right. Carrot. God damn it. Why would you do that? All right. Okay, let me start over. Here we go. Sorry, Bert. Too much of it. Yes. What are we talking about? Star Wars? Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm super excited about anything really Star Wars. The trailer for the new movie came out yesterday. I've watched it ten times. Oh, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. understand what's happening. I'm super nervous about it um, because Star Wars is like a really big part of my family, which is kind of weird because this it was the first movie I ever saw in the theaters. Granted, I was two, but it was still, you know, <laughs> that first movie that, you, you know, your dad takes you to. So, um... I'm really excited for any kind of Star Wars game. When Battlefront 2 came out, I had a day one. I played through the campaign, unfortunately, in a very short amount of time because uh, it wasn't very long. I'm hoping that uh, there's a respawn that's doing it, that they do, you know, justice to, you know, the IP. I, I just want to see a good Star Wars game. No microtransactions, no multiplayer, just single-player focus. I'm really hoping for some meaty, meaty content like a giant wookie full of <laughs> hairy content all right all right i'll take it from yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> it's saturday folks um no yeah no pumped about this uh you know hot off the presses november 15th it's kind of interesting they're going right in the heart of november uh which you know usually is reserved solely for giant series games like call of duty and whatnot but uh, i think this one given 
given just Star being Star Wars and actually being the first kind of new game outside of Battlefront that we're seeing, and it's made by Respawn, I'm sure it's going to be really solid that this game will be just fine and it's going to sell millions and millions of copies. So, um, Also, I think it was confirmed this week, you guys let me know if you saw something else, but that this is an Unreal Engine 4 game and not Frostbite. So Respawn apparently had more kind of full control over this one. They've been working on it a long time, and so it hopefully is not affected by some of those things we heard past couple weeks that affected Anthem and some other EA titles. So super yeah, excited for there. it. Yeah, yeah and as we always kind of talk about with the uh, the hype of the movie coming, so the movie's coming out in late December. I think it's like right around Christmas time, if I'm not mistaken. So that's that'll get the hype going there. And as you mentioned, it being in the heart of fall, they're either super confident about the game, so that's other really good news. A lot of times when people try to avoid the, I guess the, I don't know, the great games that are coming out in the fall, they will launch it before or even after. They'll move it to Q1 of the next year. So this is meaning some pretty good news for us. And we'll definitely report more as we find out more. It's still very early. So far, we've got concept art and we have a date. So um, and a little bit of details, obviously. But let's move on to our next story. So Xbox Game Pass is always bringing up tons of great games for us. Uh, the April games are, you know, pretty amazing. Uh, one of them was our game of the year of was it 2017, Haynes, for, for Prey? But uh, yeah, so that's let's actually talk about the dates here. So we have Prey coming out April 11th. We've got Golf Club 2, which has been received decently well. It's not the premier golf game or anything, but it is pretty good. Also April 11th. Monster Hunter World, which is a lot of people's favorite game of early 2018. And I was kind of surprised to see this one, but it's pretty cool. Is April 18th, so next week, depending on when you're listening. The Telltale Games Walking Dead, A New Frontier, April 18th also. And then Life is Strange 2, Episode 2, April 24th, following with Resident Evil 5, April 25th. So Game Pass continues just to bring tons of content for you. Um, if you're not on there, just think about subscribing to the, that service. It's a pretty good service. You guys want to mention anything on this one? Some pretty good games next, or this month, I should say. No, this is a pretty huge announcement, especially for uh, Monster Hunter World, because that's a hugely popular game with a community that just kind of, you know, stays on those titles. So a um, lot of co-op experiences here, too. You know, again, particularly Monster Hunter World, games like Golf Club, and then you've got some uh, single-player Prey, and you've got the Telltale. So, I mean, there's a really good mix here. And, um, I mean, as you already said, it continues to be one of the best services in gaming. I think probably the best service in gaming. Um, with some tremendous value as well due to the uh, sale we're going to talk about it. Um, you can, you know, they're doing that special where you can get three months of Xbox Game Pass for a dollar um, if you, you know, are not a current subscriber. So there's no reason not to really try this and uh, just play some games. Yeah, Monster Hunter World is huge. That's Capcom's number one selling game of all time. So it's, I mean, just for other people to be able to play it, they haven't actually made that leap. Maybe they can, you know, kind of revitalize it a little bit. You know, I'm but it still seems to be going pretty strong. Um, I really enjoyed my time with it. I played quite a bit of it. Um, Prey was another one of those games where, you know, I really, really wanted to play and then finally got around to doing it. And it's, you know, the value just for this month alone is amazing. I mean, I would pay $10 in a second to play the list of these games, except for Life is Strange. Um, no, not that one. Everything else I would. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, so check that out, guys. We'll talk about the sale lanes it's talking about in just a little bit. We're going to be talking about the spring sale going on with Microsoft, so keep that in mind. Um, 
another big news article this week that received some positive but a lot of negative uh, feedback as well is the PSN name change. So me being one of the people that created a name back in the early 2000s has been waiting to be able to do this. Um, and they had a beta earlier in the past six months or so where they were testing this feature out. Um, it kind of went dormant for a while and now it's actually finally out this week. I believe it was this past Wednesday or it was Wednesday where you could actually go in and change your name later in the day. Um, and when they did that, there are some caveats to this. So let's talk about that caveat in general as to what are the things you can and can't do. So at first you had a lot of the people claiming it's only a few games that you're affected here, but that's really not the only thing that is, is preventing that from happening. So what essentially happens is you go into the system, whether it be the website, your app, or the actual uh, web, uh, uh, the actual app inside of the game. Um, oh, sorry, the console, I can't think here. And when that happens, um, you have the ability to change your name and some games don't get that name change. So with that happening, you have the ability of losing DLC, losing game saves. Uh, some games don't work with that new name change at all. So <laughs> some positives and negatives there. But if you are wanting to do that, that is available for you. It is free for the first name change that you're doing. And after that, I believe it's $5 for every additional name change. So. Ains, I know you're keeping your your name. You've had that one for a while. Dan, are you going to be doing anything with this? No, I'm going to keep my the <clears throat> same one. It's my, mine's the same as uh, it is on Xbox. It just has underscores because they don't allow spaces for some reason. Um, yeah, it, it seems I, I looked at the list of stuff. Um, if I wanted to change it, since I was kind of late to the uh, PlayStation party, I guess um, I wouldn't really lose a whole lot of stuff um, but I can see where it would become problematic for some people especially if you lose parts of your library if that's the if, if that ends up being the case uh, some game saves here and there aren't a huge deal you know to me uh, just means you can go back and play them again um, but you know for somebody that you know makes up a you know has a, has a name from you know back in the day where they're slightly embarrassed about it because it's you know uh, maybe like a weird reference to a rapper rap song. Yeah, I understand that <laughs> stuff. You know, it's cool. I don't know who you're referring to, Dan. I, I, um, I'm just saying, it's just, a, it's just the observation. Maybe, yeah, just an example. Loser. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be a little cautious. I'm lucky because I've, I've been on everything since the start and I've kind of kept the same name everywhere. So I'm lucky in that regard, but I, I'd be a little hesitant if I um, wanted to change my name and I was, had all the things that I do have on the PlayStation network. Um, but it sounds like, you know, this is a small percentage, right? Um, and I have seen a lot of people on my friends list and social media changing their name without any issue. So hopefully it's uh, a minor and it doesn't really hurt anyone too bad. <clears throat> yeah, and so as far as things of if you're still playing on the PS3 or the Vita, those are other things that could be affected as well. So just keep an eye out for that. Take a look at the important information if you're going to do this, just so you're aware of what you're going to do. If it doesn't affect you, great. Go ahead and move on and do it if you need to do it. If it does, then just be careful when you're doing that. So one of the things that's happening. Um, Bioware is going to be doing an Anthem live stream coming up uh, on the 17th of this month at 3 o'clock central time. They're going to be detailing Sunken, which is their new stronghold. So if you have been an Anthem player, maybe you took a break from it to play Division, or maybe you're still playing Anthem and looking for some more information, this is something you might want to tune into. Yeah, in fact, um, <clears throat> they're supposedly going to detail some of the updates as well, right? It's not just the Stronghold, but some of the updates to the game, which everyone's really anxious to hear about. So that'll be next week, or this week, if you're listening to this, and we'll see. Uh, hopefully they have some good information for us. I did also see a report out that um, 
some of the developers at BioWare have said that there's been some high-level meetings with the whole group um, from the executives on down on how they're going to you know, try to change some of the culture there. I guess, obviously, fire was ignited after uh, Jason Schreier's article and some of the exposure there, so there seems to be some positivity. Uh, obviously, as we said before, you know, who knows what's going to come out of this, if anything, in reality, but we'll see. Uh, you know, as I know Dan and I have talked about extensively, we really want Anthem to be good and to have a lot more content than it does. So I'll be tuning into this, and I hope they uh, hope they have something meaningful. Yeah, I'm the, <clears throat> I'm the same, Ains. I want I want something that you know I can kind of sink my teeth into. Uh, one stronghold's probably not going to do it. Um, even the ability, I think it's out now where you can go back and replay the missions at a legendary difficulty. I just, you know, it's got to change up a little bit, you know. So I, I hope for their sake that they do something, you know, large in, in, in scope um, and not come out and just say, here's a new stronghold and we give you some more skins and, you know, hey, you can go, there's another difficulty level. You know, that's nobody wants that. I mean, maybe they do. But, you know, they want, people want content, and I, they really need to deliver, and hopefully uh, that article has, you know, really changed the tune there at Bioware. Great. Yeah, so, I mean, it's something to tune into. Um, as, as you may or may not have noticed, uh, Bioware has been kind of quiet as of late on stuff, so this is good to get some information from the dev team and, and more about Anthem. So look, tune into that one coming next week. So some good news there. Um, let's talk a little bit about Sea of Thieves. So Sea of Thieves, you know, launched with kind of light on content. A lot of people had a good time, has a massive player base, and um, there's been a lot of stuff coming out for Sea of Thieves lately, and there's been a number of trailers that released this week. So if you looked at our site, we do detail all the stuff that is coming, including the announcement trailer for the anniversary update. So, um, Ains, if you can talk a little bit more in detail about this one, I know you stay tuned to the Sea of Thieves stuff, but we have Arena coming, we've got some narrative coming, there was a, a great trailer, or I should say a video that came from them as far as their year in review, but if you could share a little bit more details with us, that'd be great. Yeah, so the major thing here is what they're calling Tall Tales, and that's gonna be the uh, first kind of narrative experience in Sea of Thieves. So it's got a, um, the first one's called Shores of Gold. It's going to consist of nine quests and take uh, anywhere from 10 to 20 hours to complete for you and your crew. Um, but what's interesting here is that it's not just floating island island, you know, like everyone's already used to, right? Um, there's going to be new puzzles, new areas, new islands, new enemies. Um, it's actually a narrative-like campaign. And we're hearing good things. I've seen multiple sites now say, uh, who have have access to it and have played it, say uh, references to Indiana Jones and to Goonies, which, I mean, as kids of the 80s, right, two of probably our favorite franchises or movies. Um, <clears throat> so that sounds really cool, and that's kind of the biggest addition that's coming on April 30th with this anniversary update. But there's also the arena, so if you want to get in there with your friends and just jump on the ship and float in a tighter area and have uh, ship battles, which are really fun. If you've never been involved in a ship battle in Sea of Thieves, it's hilarious. Um, and we'll have you and your friends just running around screaming, trying to, you know, get the cannonballs loaded and fix holes. And um, it's just a lot of fun. So that could be cool as well. And that, remember, part of this update is actually changing the physics of the ships, too. So things like your mask can be blown off and the holes will uh, grow larger and larger over time and things of that nature. Um, just going through my notes here. They're adding fishing, um, which is a, a huge request, believe it or not. Much of the... Um, community had been requested fishing so now there's a whole nother um 
uh, trading company named the Hunter's Call, which you can level up and you can catch all sorts of different fish and turn those in for objectives and gold. Um, there's new enemies. Um, there's new chest type. Um, uh, long story short, there's a huge, huge update coming. So some of the kind of day-to-day things in Sea of Thieves, I'm not too interested in, but I really am interested in this campaign, and I'd love to jump back in and check it out. So hopefully we can uh, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, do they have is the co-op the campaign co-op? Throughout? Yeah, four, sure is, four right? player. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we I missed that game. I actually really kind of miss it. It was because I played a lot by myself, and uh, when we got together and you know had some of those ship battles, it was it was hilarious. It was uh, so, so much dumb. fun. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it. It didn't matter, you know. It's one of those games where you play it, and it's like, hey, you know what? If I get destroyed, so be it. Who cares? You know, we'll, you'll be flying around on your ship. Another ship will come at you, start attacking you. Then the megalodon shows up, just to throw more crap into the mix. And <laughs> it's so much. It, it, there's so much potential there, and I'm loving that there's going to be a story because um, I really. That's what I wanted from the beginning honestly even if it's just a small campaign it'd be fun to do with uh some friends and jump on there i knew the oh bless you <laughs> so the new <laughs> uh the new damage mechanics look kind of cool too you know being able to blow the mass down and knocking out yeah, and there's the, uh, and there's harpoons too they added harpoons oh, yeah. that you can shoot at other ships and you could even shoot at the megalodon and it'll like pull your ship with it <laughs> see that's that's awesome yeah Awesome. Yeah, yeah they, they need to get some. Yeah, I mean, this 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 might be what gets me back into Sea of Thieves for a while, just to try it out. So. Yeah, and the fishing, um, not to keep going here, but the fishing actually looks really cool. I found some uh, screenshots and some videos of people that have gone through it, and, and it's not just like you can fish and catch a, a fish, you know, and cook it. Um, there's, like, tons of different fish, and you can level up and, and unlock different um, cosmetics and other things. So, I mean, there, there's definitely a lot more here um, that's being added, so really cool to see. Yep, and so if you didn't catch it at the beginning of the announcement, guys, that's April 30th at the end of the month, and one of the cool things about this game is this is all free content if you have the game already, and if you have it on Game Pass, it's even better because it's part of your subscription. So if there's one thing you can say about you know State of Decay and Sea of Thieves and stuff like that, it's that they continue to bring content after the game releases instead of just abandoning the game. So always good news. We're excited about this one. We probably will, maybe we'll do a fun stream or something. That might be kind of fun to try out in this game. Yeah, that so. would be fun. For sure. It's a, uh, the nice thing about Sea of Thieves, as Dan mentioned, is it, it, it's just for fun, right? Like, it's not competitive. It's just, you just have a load of fun with your friends. Um, and it's funny. We often, I I, ever, I think every time we played that, I just ended up laughing because the stuff's so ridiculous. So, it's good. Yep. All right. So, uh, Ains alluded to this earlier. Um, there is currently a uh, X, Xbox, and actually Microsoft in general has what they call their spring sale every year. A lot of good stuff to go on here. So I wanted to highlight a few of these deals if you were in the market for getting a few deals for, for Microsoft uh, products or services or whatever you're getting from them. But there's a, currently a $5 uh, coupon going on for the custom controllers through their uh, through their option there if you want to take advantage of that. There is, um, let's see, there's some console sales going on. If you play X- Apex Legends on Xbox, there's a, I believe there's a deal where you can get like a thousand Apex uh, coins for $1. Is that correct if what i'm hearing guys um yeah it's a pretty good deal there's a lot of games that are on sale uh by a lot right now and one of the biggest crazy deals that you can get right now 
is the Xbox Game Pass for $1 for three months. So that is not $1 per month, it's $1 for those three months. So 100 cents there. It seems like a no-brainer <laughs> if you haven't done this one. Uh, it, is, it is a great Math. deal. Um, I mean, we, we, we have to get our friends on this one because a lot of people are like, man, there's not a game to play or there's nothing to play co-op. And a lot of the stuff you can play co-op here is, see just, is nuts. For, we just talked see about it. Thieves, man. Yep. And uh, I, so. I did see also, if you're an existing subscriber like we are, you can get three-month extension for half off, too. So instead of whatever that is, 30 bucks, it's 15 for um, three more months. So if you haven't done that already, I'd jump on it. Yep. Seems like a great way to do it. And then there have been rumors of the you know Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live bundle going on in the future. But none of that's confirmed yet. We don't know pricing or anything at all like that. So... Just keep that in mind when you're going to take a look at that. Anything else that you guys maybe are picking up during the spring sale? I know there's a lot of software on sale. Yeah, I picked up uh, 1 a.m. drunk last night. I picked up um, <laughs> Witcher Tales Thronebreaker. It was not a drunken purchase. I just happened to be drunk at the time. Um, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I've been wanting to out in there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to pick that one up for a while. Uh, Big Witcher fan, we've talked about that extensively, and so there's just so much to play. I've been waiting for it to go on sale, and it's on sale. So uh, I think like 22 bucks instead of 30. So grab that. I haven't started it yet, but will be soon. Yeah, I think I picked up Ace Combat Seven or whatever the hell it is now. Six. Uh, nice. Seven's yeah, the newest the, one, I think. Seven, yeah, seven. Yeah, it's yep. like 35 dollars, yeah. I think. That's the only one I've gotten yeah. so far, but I own most of the ones that are on sale because, uh, you know, reasons, problems. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, that, that's, yeah, I might go in and see if there's any good indies that I missed, but um, other than that, I mean, it's great <clears throat> to have that kind of sale, man. It's, it's huge. It's, what, 500 plus titles, they said, gee, many Christmas. That's a yeah, I, w- I literally went page by page last night because we hopped off a of division and I was just sitting here, and I was like, "Let me see what's on sale." And good lord, it's like endless. There's so much on yeah. sale, so it's uh, yep. it's good to see they they should do. They've gotten better about that. I know a couple of years ago, a lot of people were complaining that Microsoft didn't really do substantial sales or meaningful sales, you know, for for games. And they've gotten a lot better with that the past year or two. Yeah, and I, I did double check that Apex Legends thing I mentioned. So you get one month of gold and one thousand coins in Apex Legends for one dollar. So it, can uh, you do that existing subscribers too? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, right now it's on their site. It's only saying join Xbox Live Gold. I don't I, I don't see why they wouldn't be giving you that though. But it seems like you know for one dollar for Apex Legends that's goes a long way when it comes to those apex coins so and then also just xbox live in general if you don't play apex legends it's one dollar for the whole month of xbox live gold so at minimum you can check out the games with gold you can check out the services they have if you just want to try it out so pretty good deals there i don't want to spend too much time on the sales but you know check it out if even if you don't have an xbox or maybe you're thinking about it just go to their site you can kind of see everything that they have if you buy a lot of digital stuff check that stuff out there too speaking of which um you said uh, games with gold. It made me think of it. I saw a, a tweet from um, the Plants vs. Zombies development crew that since they went free on Xbox Live Gold this month, um, they've had over three and a half million new players. <coughs> That's awesome. Wow. So we were talking about maybe jumping into that one night. That could be fun. A whole bunch of new people playing it. Yeah, that game is a blast. Yeah. Absolute blast. Okay, uh, moving on and on the topic of sales, so Sekiro, which is a love and hate game for us here at Season Gaming, <laughs> um, did sell 2 million units in 10 days. So as we were talking about it, there's a huge hype train for this uh, latest game from From Software. 
A lot of people have been looking for their next game, and we've been waiting for Sekiro for a while. I don't think I expected it to sell that much, even in the back of my mind, but uh, wow, that's some crazy sales numbers for another From game that is not for everybody. Yeah, so we're... <laughs> Um, and we're and well, Dan, Dan, you actually held off for a change, didn't you? Good. Yeah, smart move. I knew better smart on this move. one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so Bert and I bought it. Um, I'm still playing it. Um, I do like it. I don't want to make it sound like I don't. I, I I do like it, but I have some complaints with it, and I don't think, as I've said before, it's as good as Souls Three or Bloodborne. I just don't. Um, that said, I, this is surprising to your point um, because these games are notoriously difficult. And not welcoming to you know a vast majority of people, and as we were talking about last night, um, you know a lot of people even if they bought this game, they really haven't gone very far in it, or they got rid of it pretty quickly. So it's going to be really interesting to see if this continues. I bet you, my bet would be that these sales would trail off now that you've kind of got the initial hype and buy, and now uh, it's really going to die out. So what do you what do you guys think Dan that means for for just like? from games down the road with all the controversy of the you know easy mode and stuff like that it doesn't seem like it's really going to affect you know the sales all that much you know maybe so here's what do you think here's the crazy thing dan i mean um i honestly think the next game that's coming from from is bloodborne 2 and okay. uh bloodborne has a massive following Huge. if if not if not more than dark souls at least somewhere near it and i personally love bloodborne and i'm not a fan of a lot of the other ones so i will be picking it up one thing that i will say about sekiro that i think um helped the hype is a lot of people were saying this game is not only more accessible but easier than other from games so i think a lot of people that were like hey this might be the game for me that i can play from sekiro or uh, sorry from <laughs> from software um, and in reality, a lot of people are saying Sekiro may be one of the harder games from From, and it's not necessarily more accessible. There's just different things you can do in the menu that you couldn't do in past From software games, and you also have the thing where you can come back from death one time, I guess resurrect. I'm not going to butcher the, the phrasing in the game, but a lot of that stuff is a lot of crap and a lot of nonsense. So I don't know. I think the press did help a lot um, in advertising for this game. Well, and we've talked about it before, right? That there is that core group of people, and it's a pretty big group um, that still love the challenge and love these games. So, the game is not for everyone. We've we've talked about that, but I think they've built the reputation to where their games are going to sell a few million copies, even if it's a smaller percentage of the community, because that percentage of the community are hardcore people. They're the people that are going to be there on day one. There's already people doing challenge runs and speed runs and no-hit runs, and you know they just really get into that competitiveness of the I'm the best at this hard game. And so, um, you know, I think that's going to hold them up. And you're right. Uh, you know, we're really hoping for a Bloodborne 2. I know they can. I'm pretty sure they confirmed that they're working on a new front mission, which would be really interesting and a completely mm. different game, obviously, than the other games From's famous for. But what I think is interesting here is with the success of this and From having the reputation they have now, do they use that and the resources to, to make other games and to experiment a little more? Or do they just continue making games in this vein? Because, you know, we already came up with this moniker of Soulsborne games because you had to have blood, you had to add Bloodborne to the Souls games, right? Because they play very similarly. Um, whereas Sekiro is, uh, it has a lot of the same dynamics. So what are we calling it now? Soulsborne Row? Like, I just, nah. I, 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 I'm, my point, wow. my point being I that. God. Yeah, but my, my point is that. The one of the things that I think they get a pass on, uh, and this is going to be in my review, is that 
a lot of these mechanics are shared across their games, and I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, it, it, it lacks creativity, in my opinion, um, in the sense that, oh, you know, this is this equivalent, and this is this equivalent, and this is this equivalent. Oh, okay, I've played this game. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know how a, a development company makes a series of games that are supposedly all different games but have the same uh, mechanics in a number of ways. That's really odd to me, and I don't, right. I don't know if... I was trying to think the other day as we were talking about this, you know, just the three of us, I, I can't think of another development company, I don't know if you guys can, that does the same thing. What other development um, company <clears throat> makes, like, three different series of games that all have similar mechanics? Po po Pokemon. Oh, we don't need to talk about. We're talking about serious <laughs> stuff here. Stop it. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Pokemon is no. its own monster. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. It's weird to me. And, and the problem, as we talked about before, is that you can't have an honest conversation about this because the people who hate from games despise them, and the people who support them are like diehard fanatics who don't want to hear any negatives. And so yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, I would say Ubisoft is pretty close because you can probably go through you know even assassin's creed far cry ghost recon and there's all these similar mechanics you know the tower there are some shared things you know, for sure yep. yeah yeah for, for those, those games maybe but they're also way more accessible for everybody else so well and they're also I mean, much larger in scope you know i mean those are huge open world games i mean these are linear or yeah. well, mostly linear i mean there's paths obviously but um, and, they're, and they're not exact, right? Like, they share mechanics on the engines in Ubisoft games, whereas this is like, yeah, your healing gourd heals you or your Estus Flask heals you, and it does the exact same thing. Um, right. yeah. So, I don't know. You, you could definitely go light a campfire or a lantern or something, and that's your save point. Lantern, idle. Yeah. It's an idle in Sekiro. Same thing. You rest, the enemies repeat. Yeah. You know, you, you die, you lose your stuff. Uh, it's just... I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a much longer conversation than we can have here, but I think it's a good conversation, one that needs to be had. It's just maybe it's something we put as a separate topic sometime to talk about. Um, yeah. Because, um, yeah, there, I, I hate the conversation on social media around these games because I like the games, I play the games, but I'm not a fanboy of the games. And so I sit in the middle of the idiots on both sides, you know, um, and it's just it's frustrating. Yep. So another thing that I think contributes to this great sales number is that it's also cross-platform this time. Uh, if you remember the original Souls games, some of them started out on PlayStation only. Bloodborne is only available on PlayStation. So with, with this being cross-platform and, and other places as well, you know, you can definitely see the sales numbers being good here. One of the things that I found funny, and this is not specific to the sales numbers, well, I guess it kind of is, is that GameStop's only given $15 for this game right now. And it's probably because the number of people that were like, F this, I'm taking this game back to GameStop for a trade. And they probably have been flooded with games. Of, of sorry tradens for Sekiro. So I know when I was yeah. there, they had six copies for Xbox and seven for PlayStation. So it's crazy. It came Whatever. out less than three weeks ago. It's fifteen bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only one one last point, real quick, is that I've seen some people say um, if they are making Bloodborne two, given these sales, as you just said, but being cross platform, will we see Bloodborne two on all platforms? The answer is no, because Sony actually owns the Bloodborne IP. It is not a From yep. Software IP. So just a reminder on that one. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, great numbers from them. I think they're kind of going to maybe fall off in sales as far as the, the, I guess, the rush and the hype going on with people having to go get this game. So um, we'll see, though. You can never tell with these games, and it's, it's a great game for what it is. But, you know, great sales numbers. 
Um, did want to briefly talk about Hitman 2. So I think, Dan, out of all three of us, you have actually played Hitman 2, did enjoy it, and you actually did a review for it as well. So uh, they did kind of share their, their roadmap for 2019. So if you do follow them at all, they had it on their site. Um, they have shared, I'm just going to go off this, and I am showing the screenshot right now if you're watching video-wise. But we have the roadmap for spring, summer, and fall. And then they break down it. Uh, they break down the actual details based on the version of the game you bought too. So there was the vanilla copy, as we usually call it. There was the gold edition and the silver edition. And based on what you have purchased, it, in, it is it included in what you have or is it not? So they have uh, new sniper maps, new locations. They have different modes and missions inside of those uh, things in, uh, in particular. And then there's themes that you can use for this game as well. So as we remember Hitman 1, there was tons of content that came out for it, even after the game released way down the road. And it looks like we have a ton of content for the rest of 2019 as well. It was, I love the game, man. Um, the new sniper maps. I, I played a little bit of that. Uh, most of my stuff was just playing through the single player stuff. Um, um, but I do jump on every once in a while, play the uh, contracts that come out. Those are always kind of fun. Um, some new locations are, you know, really welcome because um, going back and doing these contracts, you know, it's basically the same levels. There's just some new person there. But the game is still solid. It's a lot of fun to play. I've always loved Hitman. And I've always loved the series. Um, I have to actually check out all the stuff that's going to be coming to it. Um, I did buy the most expensive edition, so hopefully I'll get some of that stuff for free. Um, but we'll see. Um, probably not. I'll probably have to buy it and then, you know, buy it again. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's just... I, I'm just tired of buying games, damn it. <laughs> but I can't stop. Well, if, only, if only you had control over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, self-control. Yeah, I, uh, I don't worse, have I, I don't have much to add here. I know it's a cool game. Yeah. I watch you guys play it. Um, I haven't played it, but I, I think it's really well done. So um, hope it's good. Yeah, very highly supported from the dev team. So I might actually I have not played two. I've played the heck out of one, and I really enjoyed it. So I'll probably come back to it. So well, and the big uh, remember the big I... rumor is that uh, IO Interactive, makers of this, is uh, one of the companies that Microsoft's going to announce. They announced they bought at uh, E3. Yep. Yep. And by the way, if you only have the vanilla copy, the expansion pass to get all this stuff for the rest of the year is $40. So it is it is a bit pricey, but there's tons of content. And if you enjoy the game, it might be worth it for you. At the same time, I want to wait for this game to go on sale somewhere, or maybe it's in a bargain bin somewhere down the line. There were some pretty good sales for it when it launched. Okay, uh, as far as news go, the last piece of news is Octopath Traveler, which was a lot of people's, one of their favorite RPGs for the Nintendo Switch, is no longer a Nintendo Switch exclusive. It is coming to PC on June 7th. If you're one of the people that is wondering if this is coming to the Epic Store, it is not. It is coming to Steam and the Square Enix Store. So depending on where you buy your games or if it even matters to you because you're playing on the same box anyways, uh, that's where it's coming, June 7th once again. We have... Uh, in our news, we have one big rumor uh, this week, and it's, it is a rumor because it has not been officially confirmed by Guerrilla Games, but one of the voice actors from Horizon Zero Dawn's DLC in the first game did mention that Horizon Zero Dawn is in the works with kind of a, I don't know, accidental quote or, or whatever the case is, but they did mention, just wait until you see the sequel, you're gonna die. I know some secrets, you're gonna die. So uh, this pretty much is an assumed um, 
comment that you know Horizon Zero Dawn is in the works. We haven't heard anything, like I said, from Guerrilla Games, but I'm super excited about this. I think we all knew it was coming. Um, I'm just guessing it's probably going to be a next-gen title, not something this generation. Yeah, yeah, probably on day one. I mean, yeah, yeah, for Horizon sure. Zero Dawn is one of my favorite new IPs. I was actually thinking the other day, what are the best new IPs of this generation? Another separate topic we can have, but I think Horizon Zero Dawn will be up there. Um, and yeah, I mean, God, look, think about how amazing that game looked and played on a pro in 4K uh, already. Can you imagine Horizon Zero Dawn 2 on a PS5? Man, little, uh, little eggplanty over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no kidding. So, so like, are you literally gonna die? Is that like a, like a, like a spoiler for the game? Like oh, that's no, I, I, I think it's just her saying you, you sh- you're going to be super excited. She, she, she yeah, she was probably. talking to a fan. Uh, there was a fan <laughs> yeah, that was like, uh, talking well, that to sucks. her. Was, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Horizon Zero Dawn's not being made by From <laughs> From Software. We're yeah, good. This is true. Yeah, I'm excited for it, man. More robot dinosaurs. More awesome gameplay. <laughs> more awesome mechanics. Uh, hopefully, uh, fill in some of the gaps and finish some of the big. Uh, questions from the end of the last game so bring it on bring it on and more rpg elements week. yep yeah more rpg elements if you haven't played the dlc by the way frozen wilds it's fantastic i do recommend it it's like dirt cheap i think you can get the full game and the full complete edition for under ten dollars brand new from wherever you're, you buy your game so check it out if you haven't played it yet Okay, that's it for our news and rumors this week, guys. Thanks for listening to that part, if that's what the uh, stuff you tune in for. But let's talk about what we're currently playing. So, Dan, what are you what are you playing? I'm assuming it's a lot of the same, maybe? Something yeah, there. pretty much. Division 2, uh, MLB. I did throw on some Gang Beasts, which we absolutely need to play. I can't figure out what the hell I'm doing, but it's hilarious and super stupid. I've been incinerated I don't know how many times. Just have some random dudes come up, grab me, throw me in the fire. It's and I love it. I love every second of it. I still don't know what I'm doing though. And then also I picked up. I only played a little bit of this, but I played. A, it's called Reigns. It's a, the Game of Thrones edition of Reigns. So Reigns is basically they described it as like a Tinder, but like a game so you basically you swipe left and you swipe right it's this little mini rpg and you're you you take the you know control of whatever that character is so this is the game of thrones edition you might be Jon snow or daenerys targaryen and you take you make decisions it's like okay hey we can go help these people go help these people and it's just a really simple little stupid game and i saw it and i was like well it's three bucks I'm going to pick it up. I mean, it, it's not going to knock his socks off by any means, but it's kind of a cool little story-based something. I have no idea exactly what it is. It's something you find on your phone. But I, I bought was going to say, is it a mobile game? Uh, I, don't, I think Reigns is. I'm not sure. Maybe. Maybe Game of Thrones is too. I don't know. Uh, well, what would you buy fun. it on is what I'm asking. I bought it, I bought it on the Switch. I oh, bought it on okay. the Switch, but I'm right. pretty sure it's on uh, mobile too. But I don't know that for a hundred percent. So okay. but it's, it's it's really yeah, it's it's like I said, it was three dollars. Just came out on the Switch. So I figured, well, Game of Thrones is coming up, I might as well jump into it. Uh, so it's likely little, what they were uh, hoping for. Well they got me. Good thing I had <laughs> some some Nintendo coins because it cost me zero dollars. Boom. <laughs> Thanks, Yoshi. Yoshi. <laughs> hey, so how about yourself? What are you playing? 
Um, mostly Sekiro this week because I'm, you know, I'm trying to power through to do the review for. So I've put a lot of time into it this week. I'm probably somewhere in the neighborhood of two thirds, three quarters of through the game now. Um, few, only a few major bosses left, and uh, my opinion remains pretty much the same as it was last week. I, um, I've got a lot to say on this game, like we kind of alluded to above or, or previously. I mean, um. So, I don't know. We'll talk more about that next week, maybe. But And then uh, Division 2, of course, just continuing to, to power up and, and run through stuff there. And then picked up Thronebreaker, like I said, which I'm an anxious to uh, play. So, I haven't started it because I just picked it up last night, but uh, really looking forward to continuing that. It's got really good reviews um, and supposedly an amazing story in the Witcher universe, um, which I love. As soon as I heard the theme music, um, it drew me right back in because that soundtrack for Witcher 3 is incredible. So, excited about that one. Nice, nice. Um, I'm playing just completely different things than you guys. So um, I'm, I was in a Telltale uh, cleanup um, you know, for games, and I went back and played the Michonne uh, uh, Walking Dead uh, Telltale game, which is only three episodes, so it's not very long, and that was on um, Game Pass. So I played that. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. If you haven't played that one or were interested in it and have Game Pass, I would definitely suggest it. Um, with that being said, I've actually purchased the Walking Dead uh, Telltale New Frontier game, which I guess you'd consider Season 3 of Clementine's Story. And I was playing that, and then this announcement came out for Game Pass, and it's going to be you know downloadable for that. So I'm on Episode 3 on that one. It's a great story. I'm enjoying it so far, even though she's not the main character. It does include her, um, and it's a lot of fun. Playing a little bit more of Gran Turismo Sport. Just been in a racing mood lately and really enjoy that game from a racing perspective, so that's been a lot of fun. And then still working on Persona 5, so all over the place these days. But um, that's it for what we're playing. Looks like we're all playing tons of stuff, and that's pretty great from, from our channel that we can focus on multiple things. So, um, All right, so that turns it over to Ains for Name That Game. Hopefully we can guess this one. A few stumps have happened recently. We'll see what happens here. <laughs> yeah, you guys will get this one, um, I think, anyway. And so some of these questions may be a little out there, but... We'll see. So let's get started. Who's it, who's uh who's guessing first? First, damn, guessing you, first. Go? you going first? Okay. Damn it! God damn it! Right, I'm, go. I'm always first. <laughs> I always lose. I always say Sonic, and I always fucking lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sonic pinball. pinball. Oh yeah. Not a bad game. Not one. a bad game. All right. <clears throat> this one. Question one. This was released. Uh, I'm not going too old on you. Released in 2009. For the Jeez. Xbox 360, PS3, and PC. That's it? That's all we get, that's, huh? That's um, all you get, man. Ten questions. Relax. 2009, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Um, 2009. And it's not um, Stunt Race FX. God's sakes. Damn. It's a classic game. Um, I don't know. Let's go with uh, Call of Duty. Yep, good choice. That was mine. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. No, it's not Call of Duty. Okay. <laughs> it's not <fucking laughs> Call of Duty. So, uh, fuck if I know. 2009. And remember that Call of Duty would be a series, not a game. So it's just. Oh, a no, game. I didn't really have an answer. Well, see, well that, that narrows it down to nothing. Yeah, I know. Uh,. <laughs> it was for the, what was that? It was Xbox 360. I shit. I mean, I, th this is crazy. Uh, 
Battlefield. It's the first question. Just throw a guess Bad out company. there. I know. That's why I'm saying, why am I thinking about this so hard? Like, when did Bad Company come out? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, I tried. Uh, Bad Company? No, it is not. Um, it's That's kind of funny you say that, though, of all things, because I actually considered Bad Company 2 for this. Um, but that's it's not. My, one of my all right, games. question two. There are four total games in this series. And I'm assuming the uh, the 2009 game you're talking about is the first one, or are you just... It's one of the four. You you can assume whatever you like, sir. That's oh, bullshit. It's your, it's your guess, anyways, Dan. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> no. Six. There's like there's like fifteen. Okay. No, there's like thirty <laughs> fucking Grand Theft Auto <laughs> games. There's there's four games in the series. Grand Theft Auto Six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Did one come out? I'm just hoping I get a year right. <laughs> Okay, so there's four of them. The game came out in 2009. Oh, cross man. platform. Um, oh no, that was later. 2009 cross block. You, you said Dead Space Two. Is it no, Dead Space Four? But, but Shit. N- no, there's no four. That's well, I don't know. There's only three core yeah. Dead Space games. I don't know. Um, there's three core, and then there's a Wii game. Yeah. Uh, oh, we we don't talk about that one. Dead Space Two is amazing, by the way. Um, all right, uh, there were many high-profile voice actors used for the characters, including Tim Curry, Mark Rolston, Tim Russ, Kate Mulgrew, and more. I don't know any of those people. You don't know Tim Curry? Oh, Kate, I know Kate Mulgrew. She was on. She was on DS Nine, right? Or something. You know, we almost got through an episode without kicking you off, Dan. But now you just said you don't know who <laughs> Tim Curry is. I know who Tim Curry is. He's the guy from fucking uh, well, you Clue just, and fucking. You just said I don't know uh, any of those people are, and then said you know two I, of them. I know, You're killing I know me. two of them. Where are the two in the middle? Who, what, what's their names? Is that my turn? <laughs> Mark Rolston and Tim Russ. I don't know those two. Okay. Anyway, what do you got? I don't know. It's not my turn. Oh, is it my turn again? Yep. Um, oof. Tim Curry and video games. I don't know that. Um, Batman Arkham City. Nice well, I need I need to play that game though. Here's where I get kicked what off the, the episode. Okay. You're about to get kicked. <laughs> the kick is happening. <laughs> I have it installed. Um, Dan. Hmm. I'm thinking. Give me just. You know what's you know what's running through Dan's head right now is did Tim Curry voice Sonic at any point? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Dragon Age. That's the best Ooh, I guess. So that that's a series. Again. Yeah, I don't care. There's wait, you wait, said there's so, three games. No, I said there's four in the series, but okay, when you guess you have to pick you have to pick a pick a specific oh, game. I, well I said Dragon Age. The fucking origins. I mean that's the one I was going with. Oh, that is the game. No shit. I'm not even shitting you. That's the game. Well, oh, you I didn't even God. know Tim Curry. Who the hell did he voice? I played that game fucking ten times. <laughs> you got oh it on the third God. question with a random guess. That is the game. Who did he? Who did Tim Curry voice in that game? You got. You guys have gone silent. I think you're in like disbelief. That, I'm not joking with you. That's I the game. Can't even uh, the next I question. Got it. The, but Dragon Age question... wasn't the first game. Yes, it was. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's the no. game in the series, Origins but it's the first game in that series. Yeah. 
That's an expansion. It was Dragon Age uh, 2, then Dragon Age Inquisition, and there was a mobile uh, Dragon Age game, too. Um, mobile? So the what next are we doing here? Oh, yeah, we're going with mobile. We're, doing we're, we're using it's, Wii it's, games. It's part of the series. That's, um, that's the reason I didn't get it. That must be yeah, it. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, player has the ability to control several different characters and ability to create their own character from different classes and races. Development oh, began in 2002 for PC, but it was later decided a console port was needed, and that was done by Edge of Reality. Um, and then we got easier at the end. The country set in Feralden in the land of Thedis. Um, game gives the player yeah. freedom to make choices that impact the game, but does not have a good or bad rating. And it, finally, if you never, if you weren't getting it at the end, it's the spiritual successor to Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter Nights. But Dan, with your random guess on the third question, you got it. Thanks. Who wow. did Tim Curry voice? This is what I'm. This is what is bothering me because I don't remember him voicing somebody. Uh, I don't have. I don't. Ha- I just have my notes. I don't have the actual research. Go. It's on Wikipedia. Um, you can click on it. I almost. I almost. It. Yeah. I almost went with Mass Effect, but I figured I was. I don't. I think that came out later, though. Mass. No, Mass Effect came out in two thousand seven. Um, it came out before Dragon, Dragon Age. Came. Yeah, it came out before Dragon Age. Dragon Age was two thousand nine. Like I said. Yep. God damn it! I, um, wow. Life is completely screwed up. <laughs> now they. I was curious when I found this that they started development in two thousand two. Which was crazy. They actually did like pre-development for three years before they actually started coding the game, and then it was going to release in 2008 just for PC. But they decided they it should be on console too, and they had to redo the UI and they got Edge of Reality to do uh, help with the port. So that's why it didn't come out till 2009. <clears throat> nice. Well, good guess, Dan. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I, 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 when you said it, that's why I had to say you have to pick a game because we talked about that before. You can't just say a series. And if you said a different Dragon Age, you would have got it wrong. But you, you called it. I mean, that was. I, I mean, it had to be it. Tim <laughs> Curry. Look it up. Nah, I'm look looking it up, it up we'll right now. It. <laughs> we'll find it. All right, All right guys. Well, that, that, that is going to wrap up. Name that game. Um, Good guess, Dan. Hey, Ains, you got to keep track of the score on that one. That's got not it. the record. I think the record's the second one. Um, uh, yes. Second, uh, second question. Who uh, I've so. done twice. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> anything you guys want to mention on the closing for this one? Uh, a lot of stuff to cover. A lot of stuff coming. Yeah, so we um, we start a new uh, series for Backseat Gaming. We're doing Little Nightmares this time. Uh, Bert, yeah, Dan Bert, yes. Bert's playing it. Um, I have finished the game, Dan's played a little bit, but we're going to do the whole game this time. So we've done previous series where you only do chunks of games. We're gonna actually going to play through all of Little Nightmare. So episode one is up. It's a fantastic game if you've never checked it out, especially if you like titles like Limbo and Inside because it plays very similar to those. Um, so episode one is up on our channel for that. I also did a really quick just two-minute video um, while playing Sekiro of a, a fantastic place in the mid game i'd say a little past mid game where you can farm uh skill points and items and and uh, sen or gold uh very very quickly so if you're looking for a place to do that in mid game to help you get some of those skills to help with the later bosses like the ape and the owl um go ahead and check that out like i said it's only two minutes it's one of the fastest ways to level up i've seen so cool well really informative there guys dan anything you got coming down the pipe gosh i hope so but i don't know yet so Arl Howe. That's who he played. Arl Howe. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're good. I mean, we. 
All right, well, we couldn't have ended the episode without figuring out who the hell it was. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, Dragon Age fans, Arl, how? And Bioware, if you're listening, I know you are. Casey, hear me. Do not screw up Dragon Age 4. We will be mad. Okay, get it right, yes. please. Yep, please. Not off to a good start from what we're hearing, no. but we'll see mm. how that releases. So. Okay, and that does wrap us up for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. If you're just listening on podcasts, if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully you got something out of this as well. Make sure to like and subscribe if you haven't on any front that you're listening or watching, and make sure to catch us next week. Thanks for listening.